So this Summit Fever, Andy, welcome back to the podcast. And Jim, thanks for being here for the first time. I'm glad to have you guys here. Thanks for having us on again, man. Uh, yeah, really appreciate it's, it. Uh, it's always cool to kind of like follow up with some of the people that have been on. I've had a couple of people as like repeat guests and it's only been like a year of the podcast or so. And I think you were like a really early episode. It was like episode five or something. And I don't know that I even had like a working microphone at the time. So, um, <laughs> you know, we, I think we both come a long way in that, in that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little while ago, wasn't it? So, you know, it's, uh, we've, We've both kind of uh, made some progress, I would say. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. So last time you were just putting out Doubt and we, we, you know, we played a track off of that and stuff and it was just coming out like around that time. Um, but since then, you, you've gone and played a lot of shows with some great bands and you have new music out now. So uh, I'm excited to, to talk about all you've been up to in the last year or, or maybe a little less than a year. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so yeah. It was just just as doubt was going to drop. Um, we hadn't done any shows up until that point, um, and then sort of like September last year, we started to 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 do some gigs uh, around around the UK. So um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool, good experience. Um, nice. And uh, so yeah, we've tell, kind of tell us about this uh, this new this new song that you have. Um, is is it going to be part of a like an EP or a bigger album, or is this kind of like a standalone single that you're putting out? Yeah, so this is a standalone one. Um, I think uh, probably speak for myself, Andy, that it's it's more so because our time is quite pressed um, with work and family and and, and all that. Um, but yeah, so we're trying to release music sort of every six to nine months, something new. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a standalone, and I think we have plans uh, to release another three track with with possibly a live version of of one of the older tunes on, as well as a bonus track. Um, just you know, just to keep things fresh and okay. and uh, yeah, keep putting stuff out there so we don't become unknown and uh, fade into the pages of history. But yeah, it's um yeah yeah yeah. So the, yeah, to answer your question, this one's a standalone for now, but um, yeah, awesome. more coming soon. Cool. I think that's the thing with newer bands. You, you've got to kind of release regularly. You know, uh, I think the days of making an album every two years, you know, and uh, I think unless you're really established, you can't really do that now. Um, yeah. I think it's been interesting to see kind of how creative bands have gotten with that kind of stuff too. Like doing a split with another band, for an example, like I, I know that that's happened for a long time, but now you don't have to rely on like a record label or putting it on vinyl or making a big thing about it. It can be like this fun little split just to kind of keep momentum going, or you can do a cover song or you can do something fun. You can do something different. And it doesn't always have to be this like album every two year cycle of like silence, big push, silence, big push. And you can just kind of like have fun with it and be creative and do something out of the ordinary with, with kind of the, different different ways of releasing music whether it's a single or an ep or you know something that you're not used to doing yeah for sure um and i i totally i totally uh agree with you on that i think um bands are not sort of because a lot of bands uh at our level you know don't uh, either not signed or they're on small labels um you know that they've got a bit more freedom um to, to kind of release music and release things that they want to release and when they want to release them. And I think as well, um, 
there isn't always like a big lead up to to things being released now uh whereas that was the case in the past i think you know so. right yeah so tell us about the beyond and what is the beyond about and and how how is your your writing style or your music changed since the last time you've been on and we were talking about doubt um well yeah when we were writing those songs the band was intended to be at least in a live sense meant to be like a, maybe a four or a three piece another guitar and a bass drums uh, and vocals and guitar um and we kind of tried a few things um couldn't find the right person uh, to join us on bass um or guitar for that matter um and we we we'd already been rehearsing as, as a two piece so we kind of looked into what we could do to make that work as a duo um and because that was written in terms of like using more instruments um we we place those versions slightly differently live mm-hmm. um uh whereas this tune the beyond uh, was written as a duo it's it was meant it, you know, it sounds the same uh, whether we play it, you know, we haven't played it live yet, but uh, whether we rehearse it or we're on the recording. So it's, we've kind of tried to kind of um, use limitation as our kind of, uh, as, a, as a positive, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely been plenty of bands that can pull it off. And, and in, in your press release, I think you mentioned this Summit Fever is kind of like the Black Keys if they played Black Sabbath. And I, I liked that comparison. I thought that was pretty cool. And, and it makes a lot of sense to me. But uh, another band like the White Stripes is one of those bands that put those limitations on themselves to see what they could do with two people. It, it was never like an experiment of like, well, we don't have any other players. So we just kind of got to make the sound, make it sound like a full band. That was like part of the experience was like, how how simple can we make the drum beat? with this like blues guitar over it and make it interesting. And like, it was like part of the the experience of like the white stripes was what can we do with two people that other bands can't do? And it, it wasn't thinking about it, like kind of the opposite, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I love that as well. I think, yeah. um, I think as well, I, I see some bands that um, they have that second guitar, they have a bass player and they're not really adding much to the sound sometimes. Um, yeah. So, you know, for us, I think we make it work, you know, um, and, and and we've played live. People tell us it sounds full and and it and it sounds um, strong uh, live. So um, yeah, we kind of, in a way, we've kind of embraced that limitation, um, much like the White Stripes and the Black Keys. You know, we kind of make it work. Yeah, we're playing live as well. Like it's a lot heavier. Um, we have to put a lot more effort in because there's only two of us, and. Uh, yeah, so we um we really sort of kick it out live, and yeah, yeah how does that yeah. how does that work live with with just the two of you? I mean, you played with some some pretty heavy, full sounding bands like Boss Keloid, and to to go up there with the two of you, how do you, how do you like compete with that sonically? You know, how do how do you compete with that that big sound when it's hit just as, hit the drums as hard as I can? Yeah, <laughs> make a lot of noise, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's just the like what I said. We kind of really uh well, i don't know what's the a better word of saying we rock it out we just we really sort of go for it and yeah we and dig in the sound you know? out yeah. yeah and uh and it's got like a magical um 
guitar and bass together combo that I don't know how that works, but it works. Yeah, I think that's maybe where you were going with that 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 question there. And yeah, I kind of I've got a a split for my guitar, so um, half goes or part of it goes into a guitar amp, and then part of it goes into a bass amp. Oh, okay. Um, so sonically, it's it's still got the kind of um, bottom end um, that you would expect you know, a live gig. Um, mm-hmm. We also u- use quite low tunings as well, which helps. Um, sure. So again, going down that Sabbath kind of route, um, that, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of where we want to be. Yeah. Kind of just yeah. feels the sound out, doesn't it? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was concerned um, on the first gig or two, you know, that maybe sonically it, w- it was lacking. Um, but, People have told us otherwise. Obviously, I've not heard it out front, so it's hard to it's hard to know for sure. But the people that I've asked, I, I trust them. So uh, you know, I, I trust the you know telling it like it is. You know. So tell us about those gigs a little bit. Like I like I mentioned, Boss Keloid, which is huge. They had a huge year last year. They released an amazing album and and did a lot of touring and stuff behind it. And um, who else? Raging Speedhorn, I think you said you you did a show with. And you know, yeah, how, how are that, those shows that, going? That was a good experience. Um, I, I've been watching Raging Speed all for a long time. They've been going for a long, long, long time, um, yeah. and various lineup changes and things. And they've kind of got back together um, in the last couple of years, released a new record, which I think is one of their better ones. Um, it's it's great. It was produced by Russ Russell, who's also we got to master our um, EP and our single. Awesome. Um, so he's 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 great. Um, but yeah, those those boys are uh, pretty pretty wild. Um, we uh, we we turned up for the show. Um, uh, just like just got there for sound check, and uh, and those boys were already pretty pretty wild. They were partying, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a wild night that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what is it like playing with with some of these these bands? I mean you know, bands that you've listened to, bands that you already like and, and stuff like that, getting to go on for them and play with them. I can, I, I can only imagine because I'm, I'm not a musician, but yeah, it's great. It's um like we've been out of the music scene for a while, live playing and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's great connecting with these, uh, these bands that we've been listening to over the years and, uh, and just talking to them. They're, they're just really, cool down to earth dudes all of them um yeah great musicians boss colloid but amazing live probably one of the best performances live i've ever seen and they you know brilliant brilliant band um but yeah it's, yeah. it's great fun i'm really liking being out on the road again and, and getting to do some gigs and performing to uh to to people and, and hopefully helping pick up the live scene again which is as died to death recently but yeah. yeah well that that's the other thing is that i mean you guys started this band mid covid right so i mean did you ever even imagine a point where you would be playing shows or let alone playing shows with bands like that uh well we kind of hoped that that that, that would be the case yeah. uh you know we kind of thinking that maybe um gigs would happen at some point in some kind of format um but yeah i mean you know, we weren't, we weren't sure. And we were kind of, um, we, we, we kind of just put ourselves out there and, um, we were sort of fortunate enough to get some, some really decent, um, support gigs, um, playing to the, the, to the right kind of crowds. Cause, um, 
you know, putting us with, you know, other genres might not always work, you know, so we kind of fitted in bo- well with Bosco Lloyd and there was another band called Tusco. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who were great. Um, they're also a duo. Um, so it was, it was really cool to see how they do it. Um, so the drummer sings in that band and, um, and the guitar player does the kind of same sort of thing as I do. So it was kind of cool to see see another duo um, doing it like that, you know? So that's cool. Yeah, sure. You had mentioned briefly when we were talking before this that there was a gig that happened maybe after or during or something, uh, maybe a storm or something with your roof. What, what happened there? Uh, yeah, so um, we, we were going to play a gig in, in London um and uh we're really looking forward to it you know had had some some folks coming down who was, who were you supposed to be playing with anybody uh so yeah it's a band from uh bradford called um i'm, I'm not gonna be able to say their name properly now psych psychola um they're doing big things they've been over to the states and that um uh pretty pretty great um oh, they're, they're from cyclona right cyclona yeah that's yeah. it sorry oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they're they're really good. Yeah. Great, great band. Uh so they they were playing. Um and uh, I can't remember, but it was like a two-day uh, festival we were due to play on the on the one day. Uh really psyched to do it. Um and uh <laughs> and then we, we got a sort of we got a sort of bout of, of really, really bad weather. Um and uh yeah, part of my roof blew off. <laughs> during that storm so i like the in, in the morning like i came down i was like oh my god like this, this tiles like literally like flown up like i mean i had holes in the roof you know um so like i mean at the time i was i was pretty stressed because yeah there was water <laughs> coming in <laughs> um yeah. but so that wasn't good but um it's all it's all been replaced now. Um, so. I guess in my head, I just envisioned like an old cartoon where like the roof just kind of like tilts up like on a hinge and it just kind of blows off. Yeah. 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 Fortunately it's uh it was a tile roof. So it wasn't literally the whole thing, but you know, like it, I certainly had a few holes there, which weren't supposed to be there. Uh, yeah. Well, roof stuff is never, never fun. I, the, the house that I live in here is like a hundred years old. And it's a great house. It's all like stone and, and, and concrete and stuff. It's very strong. Uh, it's like a fortress. Um, but when we were buying it, it had a slate roof. And everyone was like, oh, that's amazing. Slate is like indestructible. That'll last 100 years. Really, that's awesome. So I bought the house. And then everyone all just changed their tune immediately. And they're like, well, it's been 100 years. So you're going to have to replace that. It's going to be astronomical. You're never going to be able to afford it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't anyone say that when I was buying this house? And and sure enough, like some at a certain point, a lot of the slate tiles were falling off and, and getting damaged. And there was a big storm with hail. And fortunately, the insurance company, you know, knew that there was a storm. They were going to help. But because there's like asbestos in these old slate roofs, like it was this whole other thing. It was like, you know, a, a $3,000 job turned into like a $23,000 job. And the insurance company was not happy. It took like two years to get it figured out. But. So, anyway, yeah. I can I can at least empathize with the uh, with the situation. It's so. certainly not funny at the time. That that's that's for sure. <laughs> so did you did you make it to the show after that? No, no, we had to cancel. Oh, okay, you know, I, yeah. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't. I couldn't leave the house like that. But um, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it was a bummer. You know, because we were really looking forward to doing the show. I bet. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
but fortunately the promoter was pretty understanding about it so sure yeah so do you have some some gigs coming up uh yeah so we've got a got a show on the 15th of may at the asylum in birmingham which is um a part of a, a thing called metal to the masses um so mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah playing to get a slot on the bloodstock festival um which is like a quite a big heavy metal festival over here um that'd be great if we got on there but um you know we, we we've been we've done that circuit before and uh battle the bands competitions and stuff so yeah it means a lot to the younger guys than than it does to us but it would be great to play at bloodstock um so yeah there's that one um and we've got uh another one in june 10th of june at the black heart in camden um playing with grammar vendetta that mm-hmm. um you know really looking forward to that because they're, they're a great band and, and we both really like their music um yeah so we're yeah, really looking forward to playing with uh grammar vendetta um and we've got a few shows later on the year and we I can't remember the dates but um yeah later on the year we're playing at a few places uh, around the uk um but yeah those those two sort of closest ones are the uh may yeah. and june shows yeah I don't exactly know how traveling works over there or how, like what the actual distance between things is necessarily. Nothing, nothing's really that far away. Nothing's. Yeah. Than, that's that's kind of what it's been like. Not, not like in the States. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the States don't have those, but you guys have festivals like giant, amazing festivals all the time. And like, I, like I said, I don't exactly know how it is traveling between them or whatever, if you could hit them all or, or, or not, but like in the States, there's like two, that are okay and like maybe the Foo Fighters play or something but it's not like like big like metal bands it's like Lollapalooza has like the Foo Fighters and like some pop artists or something you know um but there's only a couple of really big like great festivals happening as far as like metal or underground rock or anything like that in the states and even if they are happening it's like it, you, have, you have to fly there or it's like a 18 hour drive to there or, or something like that you know it's just like we just don't have that yeah, it's not like that here. I mean, within a, a couple of hours, you, you, you know, generally, you know, you can be whichever whichever site. I mean, we're based in the middle of the UK, so you know, if you drive two hours north, two hours south, you can be pretty much, um, you know, uh, uh, any of the sort of major festivals. Glastonbury's like a bit further down south. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one I've been to before. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got like Donington, like Download Festival, sure. they call it. Um, yeah yeah that's not that's not that far bloodstock isn't far either so yeah it's uk is very small we yeah. we can well, we just play like that um uh desert fest just happened that's I don't right know where desert fest was but that's i mean i don't know how big that is really in comparison to like download probably just pretty big size difference but um amazing bands i mean hell of a yeah. lineup and i we just, i just don't think we have a festival quite like that like now they're doing Ripple Fest in Texas, which has a great lineup. Yeah. But that's only like that's they're in like their second year. You know, it's a very new new concept, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're they're probably going on. It's just that you know it, it's going to be in probably different states. I mean, the thing in America is it's so vast that you know you, you each state is like a country in itself, really. You know, like like uh-huh. the UK. You know what I mean? So it's um, you know it's probably just like more in. Las Vegas, or I know they do a psych psycho in Las Vegas. In yeah. Las Vegas, yeah, they, they, I know about that one. Which is um, good. That that is a good one. I mean, they have some pretty good bands, and some of them are pretty underground and, and heavy and stuff like that. So it's a pretty good festival. I've never never been there myself, but I 
I see the lineup, and I think they just announced it like today. Actually, some of the lineup for for this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you know, the, I think America like this kind of scene is 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 it's it's it's, it's very uh, thriving over there. Same as yeah. in Europe. It's not. I wouldn't say that it's that like big in the UK, really. Um, so it's like like metal is and guitar music is definitely coming back but it's it's i suppose it's 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 of a different style like bands bands like conjurer they're they're doing really well um i don't don't know whether you're familiar with them i think so no worth checking out they're good they're they're really great man but it's it's not in the same kind of sort of scene yeah Um, desert fest was 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 great i think london's definitely got a, a a scene for that that um for that yeah, style for sure, definitely. um yeah so but yeah i think i think america is like you know you've got so many wicked bands that have come out of out of the states you know in this in this yeah. genre you know yeah so, yeah i guess they're just kind of more spread out i suppose it's hard to get them all together easily but um so let's play the beyond for everyone this yeah, music man. video is gonna i think it's coming out um later this week right uh yeah the 6th of may so um that's okay uh, so so we're gonna we're gonna premiere it here basically because this will be out on the the fifth okay cool right on so is there anything else you want to say about um the beyond or the music video or or anything else um yeah well it's our first sort of uh whole production video um the, the previous video that we did reborn was um partly filmed in a rehearsal studio and partly filmed mm-hmm. by Andy and our friend Chris who who did the video for us uh, but yeah so this is like a, a sort of we went, rented a, a white room um, which is pretty weird and um, yeah so we've got a guy um, Nick Townsend to come and uh, video us and so it was kind of weird because neither of us are like very good in front of the camera or, <laughs> or anything like I hate having my picture taken or being videoed doing anything but yeah so uh, if we look a bit um a bit uh, odd on screen that'll be why <laughs> but yeah so yeah we, we, we shot it in black and white and we shot it in a white room and um it was pretty weird but yeah i, I, I like so. the i like the the contrast to your your last video honestly because it was very dark and in like black and and it was a lot of dark and shadows and things playing in like a dark room this is like vastly different it's like the complete opposite it's very white the photography like i i you know your profile pictures and stuff are, are white now it's it's a it's a big contrast to some of the stuff from doubt is that conscious did you do that yeah. on purpose yeah yeah for sure yeah we kind of wanted to um move on from that a little bit you know um like obviously i love black um you know it it, it sort of suits that that style of music but mm-hmm. uh i think it's also good to freshen the the kind of vibe up and i think with the 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 sort of song title of the beyond it's kind of uh it's about coming through a dark time um so there's a kind of there is a kind of um you know a, there is a kind of conscious uh kind of thought behind that um okay. so it's like coming out of a dark time into the light kind of thing right uh, more yeah, yeah. hopeful um c- overcoming um a, a difficult time yeah cool all right let's check it out <clears throat>
All right. That was the beyond. I love yeah, it. Man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, it's uh, obviously just a performance video, um, so no sort of um, storyline to go along with it. Um, but we felt that, um, that 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 kind of worked, that that kind of concept would work for this song. Um, yeah. The lyrics are pretty um, self-explanatory, I suppose. So uh, it's kind of didn't need a storyline. Um, kind of just wanted to show a bit of what what we can do live if you know what i mean like when we you know when we when we jam together so mm -hmm. um, so that, that was kind of the the idea behind that it's a great tune i love it thanks man thanks are you gonna have um like single artwork for it because i know we talked about the artwork a little bit last time um for doubt and it was um what was it like a swan and and, and an artist did that that worked for you uh are you gonna have anything for for this one or is this gonna be kind of on its own uh, yeah, there is artwork for it. Um, okay. So it's a photograph that, that I took um, a few years ago, actually. Um, so um, it's it's kind of again, it sort of goes along with the the, the sort of theme of the of the lyrics. So um, so it's quite a sort of dark looking image, um, and then you've got like the sun. Um, it was actually a sunset, but it, it was kind of trying to evoke a sunrise. So. Um, so it's like uh, the sort of light at the end of the tunnel, mm -hmm. not sounding too corny. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's that yeah that that was the artwork, and that that was kind of the the concept behind that. And again, it was kind of a picture that I always remembered that that I made, um, and I was kind of thinking that that will immediately spring to mind to for, to be the one to use for the, for this single. So awesome, very cool. Another thing that we kind of talked about last time, I, I think at, at one point was just having like creative outlets. And I have found since we last spoke, just how my creativity has, has changed a lot since then. Like I, I haven't been doing as much woodworking and stuff. I just kind of like lost that motivation to do it. And I've kind of like got really into the slightly fuzz stuff and getting, you know, some records out with some bands and, and focusing on the podcast and stuff. And, and even that with just some things that are going on in my life has been a struggle, but always having like those creative outlets and, and how they always change, you know, like it's not just one thing that you're just obsessed with forever. It's, it's, I'm always looking for the next thing that I'm, I'm super into. So like for you guys, how, how is your like creative output with the summit fever changed if any over the last year, or at least since we last spoke or since making doubt, you know, have you found that you have like a renewed like energy about it or have you changed focus in any way or have you picked up any other creative outlets or anything um, in that time or, or you know, what what is it that's doing it for you right now? Uh, well, we kind of got stuck into playing live, uh, so we didn't really have a huge amount of time uh, to 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 dedicate to actually writing a bunch of new material. Um, this song I sort of wrote um, over the sort of Christmas period and I was kind of um, pretty psyched about it um, and uh, showed Jim. Jim felt pretty good about it as well. So we were kind of thinking, right, well, let's let's just do a single um, and, you know, um, put that out and we'll work on a, a, an EP for later on in the year. Um, and, yeah, in terms of your, your question, yeah, I, I, we've kind of... Um, 
we've only got so many hours in the day, really, uh, as we mm-hmm. both work. Um, we've both got children. Um, so um, we, we do this. It's important to us um, because um, I, I know a lot of people that sort of when they have kids and, 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 and start working and things like that, they just don't find the time. Um, yeah. You sort of get stuck into, you know, watching TV and things like that. And I just, it's just, I don't, I don't mind watching TV sometimes, but I, I, I think um, I'd rather be creating, I'd rather be doing something. Um, and and, and I, same with you, I think um, you've, you've changed this, this channel's really taken off for you. And, and I'm, I'm psyched about that for you, man. I think that's, that's great because Thank you. What, what you do is, is, is great. And you have some brilliant people on. Um, and, uh, I, I especially, especially enjoyed the one with, um, the singer from Monolord for, I can't remember his name now, but, um, um, yeah, Thomas, yeah, Thomas, that's it. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was, uh, that was, that was really cool. Oh, thanks. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think, I think it, for me, like my, my only kind of thing that I, that I really, really enjoy doing, um, is, is, is writing music, you know, that's all I'm interested in, in doing, um, at the moment um so that's what I any free time I get I, I love to write songs and and sometimes nothing happens with them mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's just a little riff that I'm playing record it into my phone or record it onto logic or whatever and and sometimes it nothing ever happens with it sometimes it does um so yeah uh, that, that's kind of it for me Jim's Jim's got a few other Jim's a bit more interesting than me uh, <laughs> he's got a few other hobbies besides music yeah so i like to say it's finding the time isn't it i think um you mentioned about influences on on the writing as well um i think we're definitely writing for live performance now um now we're sort of you know really getting into doing more gigs um and i i personally have learned not to make things too complicated (laughs) because you can't i can't pull it off live all the time Uh um but yeah, like time-wise, uh, yeah, find the time to do music is 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 important. Um, but you know, it's what sacrificing three hours out of my week at the moment for rehearsals and and the odd um, day away for for gigs, which you know is absolutely fine. Um, and I've kind of squeezed my my other hobbies in, uh, mountain biking and um, running and stuff. But, um, I can just about manage to squeeze that in. I've got enough time. <laughs> so, yeah. I used to be, well, I used to paint. I, I, I was a good artist, a good drawer, but I like was painting for a while. This is like, you know, a long time ago, 10 years ago. And I hadn't really painted anything in a, like a long time, like in almost that probably eight years or something like that. And for some reason, after I kind of started doing this stuff and just seeing some of the cool artwork and whatnot, I got like this random burst of inspiration and I was like, I'm going to paint. And I like dusted off this old box that I had in the in the attic and got stuff out. I got this canvas and I got the background all painted and I was like kind of sketching out what I wanted to do. I was really excited about it. And I was like, man, I I, I got to roll with this. Like, this is going to be great. First time in a long time. And as soon as I was about to like start putting paint on my palette, I realized that all the white that I had was all dry because I hadn't touched it in a decade. And gone it was the 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 motivation was gone and i i still i never did anything with it <laughs> yeah that's a shame yeah, yeah. Uh, but i do know what you mean sometimes um if you're not ready to go that's why again for me like i try and have stuff ready to go so that when i've got an idea 
you know like i generally i record stuff into my into my phone use the yeah. sound recorder if, it, if it's just a quick burst of inspiration sometimes it's i just pick up the guitar and then i'll record a little riff and then i'll develop it later on if it's something that you know that i like but but again i, I can totally relate to that i think if you've got to set up loads of stuff and like you say like your paints have dry yeah i've got to go to the shop and buy some more or order some like you say that kind of the moment kind of moment past it's past and <laughs> well, it's a shame i've know? forgotten how to play drums when i when i came to start <laughs> this summit fever project i hadn't played for like oh god it'd be 10 years yeah literally really? had picked up a pair of sticks in 10 years <laughs> and it, it took a few months to um get back into it yeah for sure, sure. yeah, yeah for sure. Stick, you have to stick with it don't you yeah you, you kind of got to like strike while the iron's hot or something and, and and roll with it like i mean and not arguing with it is the other thing is that like part of me was like ah, i don't i don't need to paint anything but i was like i haven't i haven't felt like the urge to paint in a long time either so like i better i better just try to capitalize on it and then you know <laughs> then it went nowhere but at least for a but moment you, you, this- you do your graphic design so you know you, yeah. I, I suppose that is a lot sort of easier in terms of you know you've only got to really switch on your computer and and, and away you go right so yeah yeah i suppose like at least you are still kind of creating and you are kind of still uh like still working that muscle because i so yeah. i really think i really think being creative and 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 making things and and writing music and things it's 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 a practice you know it's a ritual it's kind of like it's something that you've got to you've got to keep doing i think you know i I think it's uh if you stop i think it's it's quite hard to to get to get that sort of um muscle group working again yeah And, and it's the same with with woodworking and stuff too is like here in the midwest it gets super cold for like at least four or five months in the winter and my garage is not insulated it's not attached to the house it's like basically you're outside with a roof and so all winter i get out of woodworking i never even go into the garage and have to like reconvince myself that i can do it every spring i have to be like you don't have to be nervous you don't have to be scared that it's gonna suck you just have to go out and, and it's like this whole like process every spring where i have to go like all right, I'll cut something and see how it goes. And then I, then by the end of the summer, I, you know, I love it again. And then it gets cold. <laughs> it's over, but it's like this new thing. I have to like retrain myself every, every spring to, to go out and do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, again, I could totally relate to that. I think um, Jim mentioned that he's not played drums for a while, but, but I think it's that thing of like, you know, the, 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 that kind of thing is still in, in your brain somewhere. That skill is there yeah. still. Yeah, it's like riding a bike, you know. Um, yeah, and you just got to kind of do it, and uh, and I think as well, um, I, I I'm definitely guilty of this, and maybe maybe you are as well. I don't know, but um, not everything that you do has to be, you know, like um, that you want to show the world. You know, I think um, you know sometimes I'll just write a song, and it it's just for me, you know, or I'll write a song yeah. just for someone, you know, um, and it doesn't no one ever has to hear it it's just it just exists you know just because yeah you know, that's a good point you felt that or i felt that way at a particular time so yeah. again with you with your woodwork and and your painting it's 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 really it's just about expression and i think um sometimes you want to show people and sometimes you don't right so, right yeah all right let's do realer fuzzed I have some new album covers for you. Let let Jim do this this time. What is okay. it? Okay. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna show you ten album covers. Some are real, some are not, some are fuzz. And you're gonna tell me which ones are real, and which ones are fuzz. And then then we're gonna we're gonna make a few of our own here at the, at the end of the two. So you have so to, this, you this have to guess it's real or fake. I hope, that, I hope that one's real. That's good. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, this is a real one. <laughs> Pretty boy Floyd. Wow. Leather boys with electric toys. Look at those dudes. <laughs> uh, that can't be real, but if it is, I want to meet them. <laughs> this one is real, in fact. <laughs> I've got to meet them. Then. I love it. Death Corpse Metal Tit. <laughs> Death Corpse. That's a cool name. I'm going to say that one's not real. This one is real. I mean, they, they are a goofy band. I haven't heard their music, but I, I did do a little bit of research after I found the album cover. That's awesome. That was an awesome album. It is. They have others, too. You should see their uh, their song titles and their some of their other albums and stuff. It's, like it's it. pretty fun. So that one's real. <laughs> Grave Robber, Idle Hands are the Devil's Playground. They certainly are. <laughs> uh, that's Yeah, that's got to be real. This one is Fuzz. I made this oh. one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty great, man. Thanks. Defecator. Oh, definitely. So heavy, you'll need to change underwear. <laughs> definitely real. <laughs> no, this, is, this one's also fuzzed. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called No Fucker. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say that's real. This is real. Yeah. Hey. Music for Playboys to play by. <laughs> oh, we know all about that, don't we? Uh, yeah, she looks like she's uh, all right with that. Um, no, I don't think that's real. I think that's first. This one's real. Oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not doing well, am I? <laughs> Precious metal, <laughs> old enough to party. No. Come on, Jim. First. This one is fuzzed, yeah. Yay. But it's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Snatch. If the party's in your mouth, we're coming. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'll get to that party. Yeah. Uh, real. This is real. Yay. <laughs> now, now you've got the hang of it. <laughs> this one's called Pizza Death. Slice of Death. Uh first this one's real oh <laughs> that's cool <laughs> i keep meaning yeah, to check well. this one out and I, I haven't yet but it's like fairly new and i, I think yeah. that uh i really want pizza guys, I, don't, I don't know if it's like a one person band or like a two person i'm not sure but i think he has a little bit of a following so i, I need to check it out i haven't yet so <laughs> all right so now, now i'm gonna I'll show you a, a few photos and and you gotta come up with um your own unique album titles First one. What would this album be called? <laughs> um, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Three amigos. <laughs> Three men and a doll. I think this band is actually called uh, Tunnel of Love, which is pretty good. (laughs) 
Uh, I haven't got any clues. <laughs> any ideas what that could have been? Breaking. Uh, I was going to say breaking the fourth wall, but neck breaker. <laughs> uh... <laughs> neck breaker by Cameron. Nothing to see here. There we go. <laughs> All I want to do is get stoned. Yeah. <laughs> I love this one. That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Last one. Oh, it's got to be Dancing with Death. There you go. That's kind of a serious one. <laughs> if that exists. Yeah. Anything else? Andy's thinking hard, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the um, the movie uh, with uh, Ryan Gosling. Um, Hollywood. La La, La, La Land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I thought of that, but uh, not. You're definitely having a good time. I know yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, let's do the twist right. or something. That know. was the last one. <laughs> So that, that's really all I got for you. Um, thanks for thanks for stopping by again and playing the Beyond. Um, it's a great tune, and, and I hope everyone checks it out. So, anything else you want to plug or tell anyone else to go do or check out or see you see you soon at a show or anything? Yeah, come and see us play. Um, we I said we got we got those two shows coming up fairly soon, um, but the, there are a couple of others in the works as well, and then we've got a couple at the end of the year. Uh, so yeah please come and see us come and support local music um if you if you're local to birmingham and london that is um mm -hmm. obviously if you're in the states then you can't but um but yeah uh yeah just support local music your you know your own local scene you know because if sure. you don't go to gigs the venue's shut and then you know no more gigs no more tours um yeah. and then you know it's there are younger bands, you know, newer bands that are trying to start out as well. So, you know, they need, they need all the support that, that, that people can, can give, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So live music, go. Right. <laughs> right on. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Later. See you in a bit.